Welcome back to the Major Journey Podcast. Today's special guest is the host of the Cannabinoid Connect podcast, one of the nation's top cannabis shows focused on news, policies, tech trends, social justice, investing, cultivation, and the plant's environmental, economic, and medicinal benefits. Today's guest has recorded over 300 episodes with industry-leading experts, which include Jim Belushi, Kenji Fujishima, Weldon Angelos, Jonathan Sandelman, and Steve D'Angelo, just to name a few. As the owner and lead consultant of KC Consulting, he's also a seasoned social media marketing professional with over a decade of professional experience. He provides his clients with strategic guidance, support, and content development. He capitalizes on the power of digital media to boost awareness and create a lasting impact. And so without further ado, Kevin Carrillo, welcome to the show. Mike, thank you so much for having me, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Likewise, man. Thank you. Um, we've gone back and forth on Twitter a bunch of times, you know, communicated over over email, but this is definitely a more fun medium to uh, to chop it up and connect and, and talk cannabis over, if you ask me. Absolutely. Long form content is the way to go. Podcasts are a great medium. And yeah, I look forward to talking to you today, man. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm totally with it. So Kevin, for those who might not be familiar with you um, or Cannabinoid Connect and kind of what you're all about, why don't, we, why don't we just take listeners back to the very beginning and the early days of, you know, how did you get into the industry? What attracted you to it? And, and what did that journey and, and path look like for you to go from, you know, point A to where you are right now? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a great question. I mean, I guess I first just starts with my relationship with the plant. And I mean, that dates back to my high school days. I mean, um, for those who don't listen to my podcast and just don't know the background story, because I know I've said it several times, so apologies if you've heard it, but uh, I, was, I was a wrestler growing up. I, I, was, I had an athletic background. So since five years old, all the way through high school, I wrestled. And then I was recruited eventually to college to wrestle one year. But in that high school time of training, you know, I tried cannabis for the first time, actually as like a a bet that I had won my best friend, even to this day, who was the uh, best man at my wedding made a bet. And he said, Hey, uh, if you win state this year, then you have to smoke a joint with me. Cause he was a known kind of like smoker stoner kind of guy, you know? And, uh, I was, I didn't do anything back then. I mean, I drank occasionally, but I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll try it. And sure enough, I won and we were at a party and he sees me and right away he pulls me aside. He goes, come here. We're, we're smoking this joint together. And I, I got to tell you that night, it was just like, I was very, you know, edgy and always full of energy as a wrestler growing up. And when I consumed cannabis, I had this just sense of relief and uh, I don't know, just this sense of balance. So um, I dabbled a little in high school. And then once I, you know, quote unquote, retired from wrestling uh, in college, that's when I really started just consuming. And so it had always been a part of my everyday lifestyle, basically, uh, stating back since college. And it's, it's just enhanced and improved my life uh, in so many ways that that was really what interests me. I mean, when COVID hit, uh, we I know that there's just this lack of of information or, or just this abundance of misinformation in the industry. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, now's the perfect time to hone in on a skill set that I have, which is just conversing with people and, and getting their insights out to the public. And so that's really what the mission of that podcast is, is to remove the stigma from cannabis and, um, you know, make this plant more accessible to those who need it or those who just want to consume it, you know, to improve their life. 
Yeah, I love that. I love that. And then on the on the social media uh, marketing side of things, are you are you supporting uh, professionals specifically in the cannabis industry, or are you a little bit more open to other industries as well? So no, I, I am actually supporting um, cannabis clients now, along with I mean clients in other industries, as you mentioned. I mean that's cool. where KC Consulting got its start. Obviously, it was in 2016. Um, working with small to medium sized businesses in a, in a wide range of industries. But since I've been podcasting as of 2020, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm supporting clients, one of which in New Mexico is Spiritu, which is a really, really awesome brand. And they really lead with the message of intentional cannabis use. So, you know, a lot of their branding and marketing messaging is about being intentional when, when consuming and, uh, and really speaking to the history of cannabis and how, you know, human beings have consumed and utilized the plant for over 2000 years. So it's really yeah. fascinating. That's awesome, man. Have, have, I guess, so from the lens of social media, have you noticed things change from, you know, maybe two or three years ago to what the best practices or, some of the more effective ways to go about marketing a brand in cannabis through social media are, especially given, you know, how easy it is to kind of get your account taken down or flagged and all these things that we constantly hear people struggling with today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the evolution has been that as humans do, we adapt, right? We have to Mm -hmm. kind of be ingenious and use ingenuity to get around things. And so, you know, early on, as you mentioned in the social media game for cannabis and hemp, there were a lot of accounts that are getting taken down because I think a lot of brands really were forward in their marketing. They were very, you know, sales heavy or very, um, you know, buds and, and, uh, content heavy with their flower, right? Which could kind of get flagged by algorithms or certain teams that are looking to censor that kind of content. So I think over the years, brands have become a little more evolved in the way that they're conveying their message and how they're telling it Um, and, and not leading with the hard sell, but more of like the education. Okay, well, how do we grow? What are some best practices for cultivating? What is the technology that we're using to power our indoor grow or our, you know, greenhouse grow? So I think that marketers within the cannabis space are getting more creative in telling their their story which is good i mean right because that helps the end consumer it helps those who are kind of curious it helps i even lawmakers i think who are trying to pass legislation i mean any content that provides value and helps is is a win i think in in my book you know yeah that's great insight and one thing i was actually really excited to to talk to you about today or, or ask you uh for your insight on is the power of podcasting Right. I mean, you know, you know, social media very well firsthand and, you know, podcasting very well. You went into it with the intention of, okay, how do we get the information from the experts and the people who live and breathe this stuff in their own specific niches and pockets of the industry to the masses so that we can destigmatize and get more of the right information out there. So with all of that said, what do you think some of the benefits are for a brand or even for like a subject matter expert or someone who just really knows what they're doing within their company to start a podcast? And maybe not necessarily with the intention of, you know, blowing it up to a million downloads every single month and selling advertising, but from a marketing, storytelling, narrative building and educational perspective for the brand that they're trying to build. 
Yeah, I mean, you what you said there at that last part is like all the the benefits, right? And kind of what you see from podcasting. So I, I would say that podcasting is another channel, right? Mm. Just like, you know, just like social media is a channel. There's various channels within social media. There's Twitter, right, which is very conversational based. There's Facebook, there's Instagram. It's very visual. But social media is a channel. Email marketing is a channel, right? Uh, calling someone through d- direct marketing is a, is a channel, a form of channel. So um, if it makes sense for your brand, right? I mean, it is, I think it is a benefit and an asset to have, have a podcast. To your point, right? I mean, manage expectations. Like if, you, if you're <laughs> not trying to be the number one podcast out there or whatever, then of course, you know, you're going to avoid a lot of headaches and stress, right? Because you've managed those expectations. But if you see it as a channel to disseminate content where you're relaying information about announcements or upcoming events or cool things that are just happening, or just if you want to personify the people behind the curtain, right? I mean, podcasting is a great way to humanize people. That's why I really like how it's long form. It's hard for people to, you know, take things out of context or kind of put you in a box if they hear you or see you speak for an hour, right? Or 45 minutes. It's really, you can make a good judgment of someone, I think, in that time frame. You can tell if they're full of it or if they really know what they're talking about or, you know, what have you. I totally agree. And I think I even heard, I, I totally agree with all of that. And one thing that I heard Joe Rogan say one time in a show is that when you sit down for countless numbers of times and, you know, whether it be 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or in his case, you know, two or three hours, every time he sits down with somebody and you keep doing that repeatedly over and over again, there's really only so much that you can kind of fake to the, to the public or to your listeners, because after a while things slip up or, you know, you might not be as polished as you try to be in an Instagram graphic or whatever it might be. So I just think it's such a cool medium, the way you described it to just show exactly who you are to your audience and to the people that you're connecting with. Because when you spend an hour with somebody, it's a lot different than just spending, (laughs) you know, two minutes with them. So you get a really good feel of who they are, what they do, to your point, why they do it. And it's just, it's been a game changer for, for me and, and, and my networking and building out, you know, my, my book of business, so to say. Um, and it, it's just been a lot of fun. And it's one of those things that I think if you, if you genuinely enjoy connecting with people and learning about their stories and extrapolating, you know, data or insights because you're fascinated by what they do on a day-to-day basis, it's almost like, you know, you don't need to go knock on someone's door and say, Hey, can you be my mentor? Like instead just reach out and, or, you know, start a podcast and just be like, Hey, do you want to be on my show? You can talk about, you know, whatever you'd like, any new company announcements, promotional stuff, whatever. And then within those, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, maybe if you have a question that you want to ask them, like, how would I do this in my business? Or do you have any recommendations or do you have any tips? Um, So it's just, you know, I, I ramble and I go on and on there, but um, I just no. think it's such a valuable tool for for so many people, especially in, in the cannabis industry, where you kind of have to be entrepreneurial in a sense. It is. I mean, yeah. And and some of the points you touched on, I mean, just think about basically it's, it's the growth opportunity at, that we get as podcasters. Right. I mean, I'm sure that you can attest to like just speaking with these experts in, in this industry, uh, 
you are able to cherry pick certain kind of attributes or learn things from that person, right? Even if it's just from an educational standpoint, maybe it could be from a trait standpoint or the way you deliver in your communication. So overall, it's just, it, it helps you be a better person. And yeah, to your point about Joe Rogan, I mean, there's no faking it on his podcast because those are over three hours long, right? I mean, we're talking about an hour in our sense, which is a good tell, but definitely not on his podcast because they, they get into it. So um, I agree with you. Yeah, it's it's a great, great medium. And I'm glad that you're doing it because you're doing a great job. I'll, I'll tell you right now. So definitely do do what you're doing and don't don't stop because uh, it's working. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you and, and right back at you. Um, Thank you. So with, you know, with the amount of shows that you've done and what are you up to now? For a number of episodes, uh, three oh two, I think I just p- crossed the three hundred mark. Yeah, man, I'm I'm a rookie. You're you're a veteran. I got some catching up to do. I think I'm <laughs> just about to break out of fifty. <laughs> You'll get there, man. You'll get there once you get the groove. I mean, it's just you know, it's, it's seamless. So, <laughs> yeah. So, w- did you have Kevin? Did you have any any um any goals when you started the podcast? Like, were you thinking to yourself, okay, this could be a great way to kind of network my way in the industry and just meet some people, meet some of the the people that are really moving the needle forward. Um, Were you kind of looking to maybe grow your business? I'm I'm curious kind of what your mindset was going into it. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, it was to deconstruct the current or that the time, the current, you know, environment in which cannabis was taking place in the conversation right Mm. and that was with the stigma that came along with it again with the misinformation and just basically the the lack of awareness really i mean i i don't know if you can agree with this but people my age cannabis is one of those things where we know it's bucketed in the schedule one narcotics list but everyone knows that it's not like meth or like heroin right so it's one of those things that it's like, ah, well, it's weed, but it's weed and it's illegal, but I get that you smoke or whatever, and that's cool. And so I really wanted to elevate that conversation to really more science-based, you know, um, mm. experiential-based, where there's anecdotal evidence from actual people who, you know, are, are patients and need cannabis. I mean, I recently talked to Cody Guy, who is a brain cancer survivor, and I, I butchered the name of the type of brain cancer right now, so I don't want to do that. But he he's one of the longest living brain cancer survivors at UT Southwestern for this wow. type of brain cancer. And he he just talks about how he basically learned all of his education about the efficacy and of cannabis and how it helps fight cancer regeneration through cancer.gov. So, you know, I know that's a bold statement to say that, right? But he said that if you talk about cancer treatment or cannabis and cancer treatment in the context of cancer.gov, then it's okay because it's printed on their site. But if you associate some claims with your product, obviously you get in some trouble. And so it's just fascinating, right? To like, to just kind of elevate that conversation by by bringing people on that have lived it or who are living it right now to, to share their experiences. So that was kind of the main goal. And then, you know, of course, there's there's things that come with that, right? The networking opportunities, the connections that you make, which are all amazing. I mean, I, I can't tell you there's I've worked in a lot of different industries and cannabis is one where people are just so open and they're so willing to 
share their thoughts or their what they've learned or what they've experienced because we're all still growing as an industry. So I thought that was really beautiful to see. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I haven't heavily pursued the, the social media marketing stuff as much. I think that that'll come over time. I've got, I have a few clients right now and those are just basically people that I've, I've known they're in New Mexico and people that I have relationships with, but, um, yeah, I think that'll come over time, but I don't really try to put that kind of pressure on myself, man. I'm having fun and I'm learning a lot. And I think that if you, if, if it's working and you see that it's working, then, continue to do it that way and don't put any added pressure things will come it, of course improve as you go along but you know take it for what it is mm -hmm. that's great advice right there and yeah I, I i sort of went into it the same with similar intentions i got my my whole career got started in, in publicity working uh working in book publishing and I was just always a, I was just always like a, a book nerd, like a self-help junkie pretty much. And so any kind of book that had some kind of connotation to it, where it's like, like, um, you know, like seven habits of highly successful people, like books like that, I just always gravitated towards. And so working in the publicity realm with authors like that, I was like, wait a second. So I actually get to take these books home with me and, and read them. Like, <laughs> this is part of the, this is part of the gig. And so I'm still kind of, I'm kind of the same way, even in the cannabis industry. And so getting to connect with these, with these experts, it's kind of just like a, it's like the cherry on top of, of everything else. And that's kind of what always makes me geek out anytime I get to do a podcast like this. So it, it makes me feel good that, you know, you kind of confirmed that, that pat on the shoulder where it's like, just keep going. If it feels good, if you're having fun with it, just keep rolling and everything, you know, ultimately falls into place. Um, yeah. And so did you did you have a favorite episode that you that you've done or maybe one episode that was just super memorable to you over the over the years? I don't I don't want to pick out just one. I mean, there's personalities that like mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed meeting. Right. Like uh, Kyle Kazan is one. Uh, Kyle, Kyle Kazan. I, I don't know if I've said that right. But uh, from, you know, Glasshouse Farms, he's he's a great guy. And his story is really interesting of how he. He was a former police officer that like enforced the law in the drug world. And like he wow. just told us firsthand, like all the just the, you know, the how it's not right and how it how it should be basically from that lens. So that was very interesting to hear. And then I've talked with uh, Steve D'Angelo and his brother, Andrew D'Angelo. And those guys, mm -hmm. of course, are legends in the industry. And, you know, their advocacy work in social justice is just amazing. So that was cool. Jim Belushi is another one, you know, who is really great. And then on the investing side, you've, I've talked to Todd Harrison and, uh, you know, Matthew Hawkins. So there's just been a ton. I'm blessed, man. It's been great. And um, I, yeah, I just continue. I hope to continue to meet more interesting new people. Uh, I'll tell you the one episodes that, that really stand out to me are the psychedelic episodes that I, that I talk, um, have had on like Dustin Robinson is the co-founder of Mr. Cannabis law and Mr. Psychedelic law. And in fact, I'm talking with him again today. He's coming on for a second appearance and that guy was, I mean, I think he was listed as one of the top 100 psychedelic influential people of the year. And I mean, he's got a big investment firm focused on it. And so it's very interesting what they're doing in the technology side of psychedelics and just how it's becoming more mean, mainstream. Um, but I, I didn't answer your question fully. I'm jumping all over the place because I've just talked about so many interesting things on my podcast. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's been a great, great uh, outlet for me.
Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Um, and then one, one question I always love to ask, uh, ask guests is, is there one or maybe multiple golden nuggets that you feel that you've picked up being involved in the cannabis industry that maybe you just say to yourself, you know what, if I wasn't in cannabis, this is something that I probably wouldn't have been able to pick up or learn in a more traditional industry or, or setting. Yeah, man, absolutely. That's such a great question. So I think there's a couple of things. First is investing. I, I never, I always in the back of my mind wanted to learn how to invest and how to understand like what even the line in the chart is and how to even like read it from a basic standpoint, just understanding overall the market. And uh, I didn't really have that education understanding before. And of course, I am still learning. I'm by no means an expert, but uh, cannabis has really allowed me and, and perked my interest to do that, right? Because um, I'm so close to it. And even before the podcast, I mean, I started investing in 2018, which mm -hmm. I think at the time everyone was getting into the Canadian LPs, right? Which I mean, <laughs> right now is still kind of not a bad idea, with the, how the MSOs are going. But again, you know, we know the, the hurdles and the issues there. Uh, that's a whole separate discussion, but investing would be one. And then second, I think would be, uh, oh, just basically the science and the, the medical eff efficacy of this plant and mm -hmm. the industrial uses. Like I had no idea that there's no waste from the hemp plant you know, from an industrial sense, like ev everything can be used from that plant for, for fiber to the herd to make, you can make houses and plastics yeah. for cars. I mean, it's incredible. So uh, just the, the understanding of, of it from a science perspective was something that I don't think I'd ever thought of. And, and I've gotten more into healthcare and just um, being more aware of what I'm putting in my body uh, because of my, understanding and education throughout this process with cannabis. It's so funny you say that because I've, I've had something very similar happen as well, where I, I, I knew, I mean, there's, we're not, you know, whoever's listening right now, you're tuning in through audio, but you can see my hands. It's kind of like, this was my knowledge of, of cannabis and kind of how it impacted the physiology of our bodies. And then it almost seemed like two or three months into being involved in the industry, my knowledge went, you know, I started to just dig deeper and deeper in the rabbit hole and I would talk to more and more people and I would see reports and I would see data and then I would go to conferences and then I'm just like, okay, I knew nothing <laughs> at all. And I still, and I feel like I know even less now that I know that there's just so much more to go. Um, and I think that's just one of the coolest things about this industry. It's like every, like every couple of days or every couple of weeks, there's always something new that comes out and it just makes you think like, wow, there's still so much work to be done, even though we kind of feel like, you know, there's been a lot that that's happened over the last couple of years, but there's still so much to be done in terms of education, destigmatizing, um, running, you know, better research trials and things like that. And just actually being able to display efficacy in a way where, you know, the, the mainstream can kind of take it and in a way be comfortable with displaying that without, getting negative backlash or worrying about, you know, the corporate stuff suits being up, being upset about them and, and all that kind of good stuff. So we could go on and on about that for hours, but 
totally agree with you, man. There's just, there's so many layers to this. Yeah, there is, you know, and the one more thing that I can think of is on the politics side, uh, because of how cannabis intersects with so many different issues, right? So, um, college, I was a political science major, so I do somewhat have a background in politics and, you know, from, a, from the college level, I guess, but, mm-hmm. uh, never really got into it. Right. Um, until I really started getting into podcasting and learning more about the industry, because again, I mean, it touches social justice, social equity, uh, you've got banking laws that are all out of whack. I mean, there's so much that needs to be reformed. And when you really start to parse it out and look at it, you know, it, 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 it hangs at the federal league, you know, political level. And so um, that is another area where I've been kind of, you know, exploring more where I didn't think I would in the past. Yeah. That's super interesting. Um, well, Kevin, listen, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I appreciate you you jumping on and, and sharing all this insight with us. For those of uh, for those listeners who want to connect with you, uh, whether it be you know online or tune into your show and, and check it out, what's the best way for them to to reach out to you, connect with you, and check out the show? Yeah, thank you. It's uh, it's I mean, Cannabinoid Connect is is anywhere you want to listen to your podcast. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel where all the videos are published. So you can actually watch the video interviews if you'd like. Uh, please subscribe, check them out, and then same for social media. We're we're on all the platforms as well. So, but thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate this. I really enjoyed talking with you, man. And again, keep it up. You're doing a great job. I appreciate that, brother, especially coming from you. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode of the Major Journey Podcast. We will catch you all next time. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.